Welcome back to You Are Good Enough. We are talking about the waiting game, how we wait in life, how we wait in relationships, and how we wait in our career. Today we're talking about relationships. Do you find yourself waiting in some way in your relationship? Maybe you wait on the other person. Maybe you're waiting on them to change something. Maybe they're struggling with depression, an illness, um, a self-sabotaging habit, drinking food, um, porn, whatever it is. Do you find yourself constantly focusing and hoping that your partner is going to finally decide that they want to make a change? Because when we spend you know, our time waiting on our partner, to make a change, we're in wait mode. Sometimes we wait for our partner to become who we think they can be, right? Or who we're hoping they're finally going to become, right? It's similar, but I have talked to people before who, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, in conversation, we'll talk about, you know, well, what is it? that you really love about the person and why, you know, kind of like, why are you with them? What's the, what's the one thing that really pulls them in? You know, I, I hear all kinds of things. And one thing that, that I've heard is, um, well, I'm with them because I think they have a lot of potential. You know, I'm, I hope that they become the person I think they can become. And I know as soon as I hear this, I know one thing is true. And that is the person I'm talking to has completely given all of their power away to another person in hopes that something, that another person is going to turn out the way they want them to. And that's real tricky because then all of a sudden we've, we've put all of our power in a basket and we've handed the basket to the person. We've said, okay, there you go. You know, let's go make it good. Make it good. I'm giving you my, my, uh, my life sometimes, right? And, and what happens is it's, it's real tricky because we're never going to be happy if we're putting that much pressure on another person, if we're giving our power away to that degree, and we're hoping somebody else can do a good of job with our happiness as we can do for ourselves. Sometimes we wait on spouses to make career moves, to make career changes. And, you know, sometimes there is a person in the household who is the person who goes out and, and makes you know, makes the money and has the career and the other person stays home and watches the children, depending on what our household structure is, if it is that situation. What if our spouse loses their job? What if they get laid off and they have to find another job and then they have a really hard time finding it? You know, we're waiting on another person again to make a career move. Now, we don't leave that person just because they're not making the career move or finding the, the job, but there are things that happen here where we have a change. And I'm suggesting oftentimes when things like this happen and keep the person who's in wait mode waiting, that person can become, of course, fearful that the other person's not going to show up the way they want them to. You know, maybe they won't get the job. Maybe they're not going to become that perfect person. Maybe they're not going to stop drinking or you know, maybe they're not going to become happy. And so we're waiting. And so we can get really resentful over a period of time. 
and we can all of a sudden become extremely disenchanted with our partner, with our marriage, with a lot of things in our lives because now our focus is going on this other person because we have given them a lot of responsibility. Here's what, what I'm going to suggest. If you feel like you're walking on eggshells in your relationship, if you feel as though you're trapped in your relationship, if you feel as though you signed up for something, you know, and 20 years later, you're just, it's just not working out the way that you thought it was going to, then I suggest instead of staying in wait mode, there are things you can do. So let's start taking action. First of all, it's time to ask yourself maybe a few things. First of all, have you spoken? Have you spoken up? Have you said anything? Or is it just a highly sensitive subject? Maybe that's the situation. If it is a highly sensitive subject, then there are things that you can do. One thing is for sure is not talking about it never makes it go away. It just becomes a really big elephant in the room and it makes more eggshells. And I, and I talk to a lot of couples who walk on eggshells because they're afraid to speak, because they're afraid to be themselves, because they're afraid to share how they really feel about something. But here's the tricky part of that. You're never going to truly respect yourself and have deep value for yourself if you're not able to stand up for you. Asking uncomfortable questions is part of life, right? If we want the answers and we don't want to wait and we don't want to keep being stuck, it's our job to start asking some questions. The other person has an opportunity to speak and to say the truth, right? And remember, we can always find a loving way to say something. We don't, we don't have to be um, a tacky, right? <laughs> tacky. We don't have to condemn people and blame them because honestly, we're all doing our best. Your partner is doing their best. You know, if you're, if you're the person I'm talking to here, maybe you've put too much responsibility on another person for your happiness. And if that's the case, you know, and that is related to this lack mentality and this fear-based program that we've been running on. But the way out of the waiting game is to embrace the self-love, the love-based program, the realization that you are a creator and you are a loving force and you are abundant and you can create that for yourself. And one of the ways, one of the first steps in doing that is to embrace ourselves and saying, okay, you're really frustrated. You've been in a situation, a very disempowering situation for a long time. So what do I do? Where do I go now that I realize this? I'm depressed. I'm sad. So is my partner, whatever's going on, right? Well, first and foremost, we need to take, we need to take back our power. And the first step in doing so is to own the fact that you, you gave your partner too much responsibility because really it's your job to be happy. Okay. It's your job. It's not somebody else's job to make you happy, right? Now we're learning that happiness is an inside job. Thinking that it's everybody else's job to make us happy and to change so that we can feel better 
is the old program, the lack program, the fear-based program. So the way that we begin to change this is we stand up, we say, hey, you know what? I have, you know, if it's a 20-year marriage, I've been giving you too much responsibility for my happiness. And I'm not happy. And clearly you're not happy. And keep in mind too, that when we're waiting on, you know, our partners to change the habit, to change something that's not good for them, um, to become who we hope that they will become, all of these things that we are waiting on in them, oftentimes don't change according to our schedule. And there have been many people who have been in relationships a really long time and never really saw the change that they were hoping to find. All of us listening to this right now can probably identify with that, right? Because it's not right of us to expect somebody, right? It's not empowering for us to expect somebody to change on our timeline and to shift their life to once again come in and make us feel better. So that's something to keep in mind. The change may not happen and most likely it won't happen on your schedule if it will change, if it does change. It may not happen the way that you think it should change. That's the other thing. So, you know, maybe we need to talk to somebody about how to get on track, how to create a different life together. A lot of things happen in relationships. People change over time, but they can't always see the changes in the other person. We get very stuck in the way that we look at people in our lives. I think we're here now to step out of codependency all the way in relationships and do relationships very differently so that I'm a whole person. I'm fully responsible for everything for myself. You know, we, we certainly are supporters of each other and we love each other and we enjoy each other, but it's not my partner's job to make me happy. It's not my partner's job to make it all okay for me because my childhood sucked. It's my job to figure out what is it in my life now that triggers me from my childhood so that I can be happy and I don't have to bring that into our relationship. Then I can, I can enjoy, we can enjoy our healed selves together in a relationship that's very different than the old lack mentality, codependent relationship. You know, uh, many of us wait. I think we all wait, to be honest with you, in some ways until we realize we're waiting. And when we realize that we have choices and there are things that we can do, then we can feel empowered. Then we can, you know, step into the driver's seat and actually do something, make some small change. Looking in the mirror, taking responsibility and, and having a conversation is a phenomenal way to start shattering the waiting game and start moving forward in your life, in your relationship. Okay, guys, that's it for now. I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much.